time to travel back to BlockCon. Join me for this amazing series where we get to talk to blockheads who attended the first ever BlockCon convention in Chicago, Illinois. I want to start by saying thank you both Renee and Zach for making the time to be here today. And I'm glad you get to see each other again this way. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. <laughs> I was going to track him down once I was fully in LA again. <laughs> That's a warning. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll make sure I have, you know, barricades out front. Yeah. Get it together. Cause she's coming. <laughs> I was going to say, so Zach's in LA. Yeah. I live in Los Angeles. Okay. So I'm going to ask each of you, um, tell me about your own personal projects out there so we, all of our listeners can know exactly what you guys do and know where to find you. So I host a podcast called No Filter with Zach Peter, releases every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And that's all entertainment news, pop culture, a lot of reality TV stuff, lots of housewives stuff. Um, Donnie's been on the show before Jenny's been on the show before. So I like to always keep a pulse on what's going on in the world of pop culture. And then I also do recaps for Spotify. I'm with their ringer network. So every Thursday and Friday I do housewives recaps and Kardashians recaps. That's wonderful. It's important. Thank you. Yeah. It's yeah, definitely. And Renee. Um, I write for television, so we're on strike, um, but I work on shows like Lip Sync Battle, Mass Singer, like pop culture music shows. Um, I also am a stand-up comedian, so I have a new album that just came out. Well, it's a special and an album called High Blood Italian, which you can find on Spotify. Um, and you can also find it on YouTube if you want to look at me while I tell the jokes. She's very pretty for those of you that are listening. You're going to want to watch it on YouTube. Oh, that is so And kind. hit the like button. You have to smash the like button when you, when you watch. Smash, like, smash. I need Zach to actually work with me on my own stuff. Because <laughs> I'm just like, if you wish, <laughs> if God moves you, I'm like so not good at this. What a good partnership though. And that was the nice thing is that you guys uh, met for the first time to do BlockCon. How did you guys get involved with BlockCon in the first place? Go ahead, Zach. Yeah, so I, um, I'm i in the middle of doing a podcast tour, and I was planning on doing a Chicago date, and I figured, you know, the timing, I knew Donnie was going to be, because they live in St. Charles, so I knew he was going to be in the Chicago area around the time that I was planning to do a live show, so I reached out to him, I was like, hey, do you want to do a live podcast together? Let's do something, um, you know, we he hasn't been on the podcast in a few years, and I just thought it would be fun, and, you know, people from BlockCon might be able to come over to attend that. And he was like, you know what, let's actually just do something at BlockCon together. And I was like, okay. He's like, you know, why don't we throw you on stage and maybe you'll get to to moderate one of the panels. And I was like, yeah, of course, I would love that. So instead of getting a one-on-one -on -one with Donnie, I ended up getting to chat with the whole band and with Renee, which was yeah. awesome. So I was very, very grateful that he invited me. Yeah, My, I am friends with one of the creative um, I don't know what her title is, but I know it's high up there. But Pam, um, we worked together on RuPaul and she reached out one day crazily and was just like, I know this sounds crazy, but they're looking for someone to moderate. Blah, blah, blah. She goes, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it means yet, but you may jump out of FaceTime with Donnie. And I was like, uh, Wahlberg? Like, I was <laughs> like, what? And she's like, I just thought of you. And they were, I was like, 
okay. And then nothing for like weeks. And I was like, okay. And I just oh. let it go. And then one day I get a call. I was like, can you hop on a FaceTime right now? Or like on a zoom right now. And I was like, with who Donnie Wahlberg? Like, I'm like, I, you know, <laughs> I want to look okay. I was just like, <laughs> and, um, I got to jump, he was golfing. So he had blurred out the whole golf course, but I was like, you feel like you're on a cart. Um, and he kind of just explained to me what was going on. And uh, they were going to be in my hometown, which is like a win-win for me. So mm. he was like, you know, it started out, uh, you know, on, we weren't totally sure what we were going to do. I'm sure Zach, you felt the same way. It was kind of like, you're going to be on stage with us. You're going to do something. We're figuring it out. And it was like, okay, see you in Chicago on, from this date to this date. And yeah, I'll be on standby. Yeah. I'll see you there. Um and that's kind of how it happened through a friend. And then Donnie and I, I think, got along really well. He's pretty easy to get along with. And um, and yeah, it went from there. It was pretty cool. Like you you hear your friends, you're like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm gonna um go to BlackCon and I'm gonna <laughs> like host a couple things. And they were like, Where are you going? Like everyone's <laughs> like, What are you doing? And they're so all jealous. And yes. I was like, Can we have tickets? I go, No, you can't. <laughs> Like it's a whole thing. It's like a whole weekend. <laughs> this is for real fans. Okay. <laughs> They're like, yeah. but I like step by step. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, who doesn't to be fair? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Real fans. Real fans. Um, yeah, no, <laughs> what is your guys' fandom level going into it? You seem a bit younger, so I'm thinking you might have been more into like the backstreet and in sync era. Am I wrong? That's totally my era. Backstreet, NSYNC. I'm a 90s baby. Mm. Um, So New Kids kind of came onto my radar, though, through Jenny. So I've known Jenny for many, many years. Donnie's wife, Jenny McCarthy, um, mm. who people know now as uh, on uh, one of the judges on The Masked Singer. I think I met her when I was like 17. My brother was diagnosed with autism and her son Evan was diagnosed with autism. So I began volunteering at her foundation that used to be here in Los Angeles. And eventually it went from like volunteer to, you know, like small jobs within the organization. And then I ended there after nearly nine tennis years um, as the executive director of the foundation a few years ago. So since then, I pivoted full time into podcasting. But I remember when she first started dating Donnie and I was like, oh, Donnie, Mark Wahlberg's brother. I feel embarrassed saying that now because Donnie's <laughs> my favorite Wahlberg um, <laughs> now. But and I, so then they there was an opportunity when they were first together to go to a, a New Kids on the Block concert at the Forum here in Inglewood. And I went and I was like, oh, my God, who is Joey McIntyre? Can he take his shirt off for me again and again and again? <laughs> and then I got to meet them backstage. Donnie brought us backstage for into like the green room area. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm so a Joey girl. And um, and I got to take a photo with Joey, which I still treasure to this day. But I'm happy to say that my favorite new kid is now Donnie Wahlberg. And I've since been to about a million new kids on the block concerts, most recently at the Yamava Casino last week, um, yeah. which was so funny, Renee, because everybody remembered us from BlockCon and they're like, oh, my God. <laughs> so, I didn't yeah. even think to go. I wasn't going to be I wasn't going to be in town, but I should have, we should have gone together. We're a package team now. How dare you? I, know, I do. Blame you. you two uh, are stars in the in the uh, New Kids fandom <laughs> community now. Yes. I mean, that's the best kind of. That's the only star to be, in my opinion. Like, <laughs> I, 
You know, I um I am at the tail end of new kids. So I still had new kids in my life as a kid, but not as strong as in Sync and Backstreet Boys. But I mean, I I was obsessed with um, Jordan's spin up, like his single that he came out with, Give It to You. Like, I'm a I'm a deep cut fan. I like, you know, mm-hmm. and I my aunt really loved them too. And all my aunts and uncles were like 12 and 15 when I was born. So everyone's kind of close to age. So I learned a lot from her because, you know, she was a huge fan. And so I had a giant Joey button. But mm-hmm. I will say this, I was a Donnie girl. Mm-hmm. Overall, to, yeah, I know me. it was the overalls and the in the confidence, quite honestly. Mm. And even if we weren't Donnie girls, then we all are now. I mean, exactly. So sweet. He's just like so nice. Yeah, he's everything. He's just yeah. completely amazing. But yeah, um, that's funny you said. Now I was going to ask you guys if who's Joe. So we got a Joe girl. We've got a Donnie girl. I'm a Jordan girl. You know, so all of them, can I say <laughs> like it's hard to pick because now I'm a Johnny girl. Like yeah. I, I got every T-shirt. I'm not going to lie to you. I got every case. <laughs> I, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to collect the whole set now that I'm so glad yeah. that they put out those individual shirts again. We all gasped at that. It was brilliant. So, good. <laughs> so yeah. how old were you when Give It To You came out, Renee? God, when did it come out? Nine? Am I? Is it ninety? Ninety nine, I think. Was it ninety nine? Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I was just out of high school, like I, I just remember. I used to be a dancer. Let me put it in quotes because I don't know that anyone else would call me that. But I did dance at bar mitzvahs, um, very aggressively. Um, <laughs> I don't even know. I guess I guess I was just out of high. I mean, maybe twenty, twenty one, maybe. Okay, we're about yeah. the same age then. Yeah. yeah. And I, I loved that song. I, it's just so good. Just the whole circus entrance and the beginning <laughs> or carnival. It's carnival. Not circus. Yes. But and that's love. the song that the young kids had no business listening to, but they, uh, they knew they loved it, but they didn't know why. <laughs> they didn't get it. They didn't understand the importance. Right over their heads. <laughs> um, or were there any moments that happened at BlockCon during the panels uh, that left you speechless where you were like, all right, what do I, where do I go with this? I'll we'll start with mine, Renee. Well, mine was when I fucked up and I kept, sorry for swearing. Mine was oh, when I kept swear. trying to move on in the game and the whole audience was like, no, we didn't get there. I was like, sorry, I'm having an out of body experience. I'm talking <laughs> to the new kids, asking them questions. And I'm like, don't mess this up. Don't mess this up. So I'm like, next one, right? And it's just like, no. So that was probably mine. <laughs> it's okay. We all, we all loved you anyways. It didn't matter. <laughs> I know after that I was like okay let's not fuck up Zach like let's let's make sure we protect Renee and I because we're gonna get mobbed on stage um, <laughs> I think mine was the fact that like Donnie and Jordan literally tried to fit into a sleeping bag like we didn't know exactly what was going to happen within that moment we knew that there were props and that, that some we were going to kind of improv that moment and then <laughs> You know, we tried to fit as many new kids as we could into, you know, a moldy old sleeping bag. And (laughs) we got one and a half of them in there. We made it just up to Jordan's booty and we almost did it. I had faith that we were going to actually no, I did. And I looked at the size of their booties and I was like, we're not going to make it past it. But it was an A for effort. 
the original idea to those props was a truth or dare segment Yeah, that they were going to dare each other. Donnie was going to be at the helm. He decided he wanted to be the one to kind of get the dares out. So the real, I had not seen the size of the sleeping bag until we were on stage, like Zach said. And so I was like, that is not a big sleeping bag. That is a children's yeah, sleeping I thought bag. it was going to be mm-hmm. a giant sleeping bag. Because again, there were like little scuffles of like what may happen. And we were kind of just playing some of the parts by ear. But when I saw the size of the sleeping bag, I was like, that's not, that's barely going to fit one new kid. Right, right. Let's right. let's see yeah. how we do this. And, yeah. and listen, and we did it. And that was like the highlight of that panel. I saw so many like uh, videos of it on social media. Yeah, mm. I mean, I loved... I loved um, when the question of which, because here's the thing, when, when we were putting the questions together, I'm like, what do I want to know as a little girl? Like, what's the thing I really want to know that we all don't kind of know, right? So like, mm-hmm. if you, that's why I asked the question of who is the secret love affair that the world didn't know about? Because we want to know what the hell happened that we don't know about. But the question- That's such a good question too, because- I, I needed it. Yeah, exactly. Because I was like, I need because if you do the research, you're like, okay, these questions have been answered, but what has not been answered? And Mm -hmm. then I think but my favorite one was when we asked um, if you could change lives with one person for a day, one new kid for a day. I thought how cool it was to hear how they all picked Jonathan Mm -hmm. just because like he has such a different life than he used to have. You know what I mean? Like he's like a farmer and he's build stuff it's like things you would never have guessed that they'd be doing now in their life so it was a cool thing to I don't know that was like really hard like touching to hear oh and it's not only is it the fact that his career is so far removed from the music industry that it's something completely different but like he's just such an amazing person you know it would be really interesting to see things through his eyes I thought that was beautiful was cool. And then his answer about Jordan was just because they were brothers. He's like, well, you know, if we have to switch blood. It was like, all right, we took that real literal. Yeah. <laughs> I liked your reaction that that too. <laughs> it's like it's nothing cool, you know, like just blood. <laughs> okay, just blood. I like the logicalness of it. <laughs> that was yeah. fun. That was. And the thing about the sleeping bag, too, is it's a good thing that Donnie's butt was in it first because they had more, I think, hope of getting Jordan's butt zipped up than Donnie's. The marshmallow wouldn't allow it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) They really committed. They did. They went all in. After these messages, we'll be right back. Dope Nostalgia listeners, I love you and I thank you so much for being a part of this show and its success over the last two years. We have what's called Patreon for those who want to support the show financially. For as little as $1 a month, you can become a subscriber and get bonus content, early podcast release, all kinds of cool behind the scenes stuff and more. There's different tiers of membership starting at only $1 a month. And we even have some special merch for you guys who are in it for the long run. So please join our Patreon. It's at www.patreon.com forward slash dope nostalgia. Found is the new sound was old as gone. The dope, 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 dope
When you guys went through the uh, classic YouTube videos for the reactions to those, who picked the videos? Well, it was curated a lot by the team mm -hmm. with NKOTV. So we had a lot of assistance in that because we had to get things that weren't online. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like we, we tried to get things that were like someone happened to have or so, you know what I mean? So that was, I can take no credit in the selection of those, just the enjoyment. Cause I was <laughs> yeah, like, I think yeah. even at one point, right? Like they were like, we want, we agreed to react to the videos live on stage without even really knowing what we were going to come. Cause we kind of wanted everybody to kind to have like a, a raw reaction and figure out what was happening in those videos. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, exactly. I think it was one I'd seen before, but not, that angle and not that clip of it you know what i mean so oh, you mean not like this no not bending my entire body back in a <laughs> entire vest <laughs> it was like that vest was a mistake um but yeah no it was great you're right zach and it was so fun to like react with all of you in the audience mm -hmm. oh well i was absolutely thrilled when that segment came up because i was so many youtube clips that have <laughs> went through my mind that hopefully that the next block on that we imagine there will be the same well, kind of segment can happen again. It's yeah, so yeah. funny because since then people have sent me so many videos and like magazines, like articles and stuff that they had when there was like the new kids subscription magazine that would come every month. And mm -hmm. I've gone through so much of that stuff. And I was like, oh my God, we have so many good fun material to play with for next yeah. year that I think I think mm -hmm. that'll be a blast. Should we, yeah. you know, should they agree to have us back, Renee? Yeah. How could they not? <laughs> um, yeah, I wanted to do a Tiger Beat questionnaire, like mm -hmm. very similar to the album one where it was like, I wanted to see like, what did they say in the Tiger Beats of the world? You know what I mean? When they were asked that um, and then see what their answer would be now or if they even remembered what they said. But that album cover, did you know exactly um, when that came on, Naomi, that did you know exactly that album cover, like what we were looking at? It yes. Was pretty blurry. Wasn't it? It was like 86 or 87 when it came out. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, from where I was sitting, I couldn't read the answers anyways. So we couldn't either from where we were sitting. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't get better close up, just so you're clear. <laughs> just got blurrier. Yeah, it just got It's like a Monet. It was um, funny, Renee, too, because every time you'd say something like, OK, I'm going to need you guys to turn around. I would turn around and my friend's like, what are you doing? No, you, you're allowed to watch this. <laughs> yeah, for you. Yeah. I don't know why we had them turn around because they couldn't read it. Yeah. <laughs> couldn't read it. Oh, man. Yeah. My favorite answer on that was war. I never stopped bringing it up. Donnie, what do you hate? Would dislike war? I mean, I think my favorite was Mexican tacos. Oh, yeah. yeah which yeah, eventually yeah. became oh, Canadian tacos. Yeah. Are either of you going on the cruise this year? I'm not. Stay tuned. I yeah. Stay tuned. Are you going on the cruise? Yeah, I've already designed my GPS night Canadian tacos jersey. Oh, man, I love it. I love yeah. it. See I the iconic moments that came out of our panel. <laughs> the sleeping bag and the tacos. It's got a little beaver on the on the sleeve holding oh the God. taco. Oh, man. I'm ready. 
That's so great. So any of you Canadians listening, I'll, I'll get you in on that action if you want to join the taco team. But yes, that was an iconic moment. Thank you for <laughs> being a part of that. Um, so I have from one of our listeners and good friends, Tracy Bird. She wanted to let me let you know, Zach, she, that she knows you and she wanted to tell you she says hello. And her question is if you hope to or have plans to do more charity work with Jenny and Donnie. Um, hi, Tracy. Tracy has fabulous hair. I remember Tracy. Um, I love Tracy. And do I plan to do more charity work with Donnie and Jenny? So yeah, I mean, I did it for a really, really long time. So when they called me about doing the poker tournament that they wanted to host this year, um, I was like, yes, absolutely. I haven't really done much of the the charity fundraising stuff since, you know, I, I left Jenny's organization and started podcasting full time, but I kind of felt the itch to do more charity work. And then the universe is like, well, here you go, babe. So mm -hmm. I loved doing the poker tournament. I hope we get to continue to do those on a regular basis. But um, at least for now, I will, I will, you know, only fundraise for them. Um, I don't think I will go back into fundraising full time. It was a blast and I loved doing it, um, but I really have to be close to the cause. And I'm glad that now we are supporting Home Life Community, which is a foundation started by Dr. Jerry Cartsonell, who was Jenny's son's pediatrician and my brother's pediatrician here in LA, Dr. Jerry. So he now has a foundation called Home Life Community that provides housing for adults in the autism spectrum. So when they have parents pass on and they don't want you know their children to be taken over by the state they have a place that they can call home where they'll be very well taken care of so proud to support them that's a beautiful thing thank you for sharing that and thank you for everything you do for the cause of autism as well because i have an autistic nephew and although we're in canada we do have different um, social programs that help out a lot but um we donate to a charity here in canada called autism speaks so hmm. yeah I'm, I'm just really i'm really grateful for the work you guys are doing. Thank you. Thank you. Now for both of you, starting with Renee, our friend Chrissy wants to know, based considering the basis of this podcast being about the 90s, who were some of your favorite artists in the 90s? Um, God, there's so many. I mean, the Spice Girls. Mm, yes. The Spice Girls. What you really, really want. I'm saying you want to what I really, really want. And honestly, I worked with Victoria Beckham. It was my first TV show when I moved to LA. I was in her reality show as her assistant. Oh my God. Really? It was her ugly Betty. Yeah. It was a lot. I was. They told me what the assignment was and I took it. <laughs> Comedians will do it. Did you wear the poncho? I I mean, basically. I, they were like, do you have something more wrinkled? And I was like, what? <laughs> I'm the ugly Betty? Like, like it came out while I was getting dressed. I was like, I see. Okay. Let me pivot. <laughs> Uh, so I loved in I loved Spice Girls. I mean, the '90s just had incredible art. I mean, Shania Twain came out in the '90s. Mm. I mean, I, I, the I think the question is who didn't I like? Like who did I hate? <laughs> you know, because I really and I used to be a dancer, like I said, and with bar mitzvahs. I mean, I heard every song ever made. So and every artist. So Janet Jackson was a big one. Mm. Oh, icon. Yeah, I'm gonna have to say Britney. Hit yeah. me, baby, one more time. Brittany and NSYNC. And yeah, I mean, yeah, mm -hmm. like there are so many to pick from, but I feel like those are my two favorites. I remember being so excited to go to Target and to get my very first cassette. 
back when cassettes were a thing, because this was like the end of the cassette era before CDs became an era. So I'm, I'm proud to say that I was at least a baby when the cassettes were still around. Um, and Britney Spears was my first cassette from Target. And I was I'm wow. proud of that to this day. You should be. That's a big deal. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. They're late 90s too. So you came in yeah. right under. Yeah. Well, I was born in 93. I was oh, yeah. a baby. Yeah. Oh, and when so you're an Instinct fan. Who's okay? I always do this to people. Who's the who's the better singer, JC or Dustin? JC. Ah, uh, I mean, JC's my guy. Poor JC. Can we do like justice for JC though? Like he has a yes. great voice, and like he just like disappeared. Like nobody mm -hmm. really knows. Like at least Chris Fitzpatrick is doing cameos, right? Oh my god, yeah. it's so funny. My mom text me one day and she's like do you think donnie and jenny will do a video for ethan ethan's my brother will do a video for his class like you know it's their end of year video and one of the other parents decided to get one of the nsync members to tape a video congratulating the class on the end of the year or whatever and i was like sure and so i got the video and then she sends me the video and i'm thinking it's you know fucking justin timberlake and it was chris fitz uh, kirkpatrick right that's Kirkpatrick. Um, yeah. It was Chris. And then it was a cameo in the bottom corner. It, the logo was cameo. I was like, mother, you know, they paid for this, right? That is a paid cameo. <laughs> you paid his, they paid his light bill for the month. <laughs> um, I don't want to do this. I'm not the host, but Zach, you didn't answer. Is it JC oh. or JT? <laughs> but I just love JT. I mean, it's JC, yes, but I love me some JT. You have to admit, JC on every record is the one guiding the entire thing. He is. No, he is. How they let Justin take the lead in all of that, like just, I just, I mean, he had smart management and he yeah. did Britney. That was yeah. where JC screwed up. I dated Tara Reed. Tara Reed. Yeah. And That's Ava Longoria, who is very hot. And who? Eva's Ava, 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 Ava Longoria. Something. Yeah. Oh my God, yeah. that's right. That felt short, though. Mm -hmm. it, it it was very short lived, like but his career. it was hot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fizzled man. Like the only person to be upset here is Jive. Jive Records. <laughs> they did yeah. JC wrong. They did. It's because he was too, and I don't use this word lightly, but for that time, him trying to go solo, he his his new persona was too weird. Like it was too, it wasn't what JT was putting out. He was putting out this like goth edgy vibe, right? And so JC just wasn't understood. Okay. True. Yeah. It was too hard of a pivot from what NSYNC was. Whereas like Timberlake knew how to stay in that lane and build from there. And JC mm. just wanted to sing. Yeah, mm -hmm. he too had a single that was. But really Justin cool. brought sexy back, and you can't, you can't I, compete with. I'm that. not arguing JT. I'm just saying it's, it's legendary. Group. It's legendary bringing sexy yeah. back. I get it. I get it. But yeah, my heart, my right. heart still is all about JC. So, yeah, thank you for <laughs> that. Was really, really well done. Thanks, guys. We only have a little bit left here. I was just going to ask you too another question from Chrissy. Who would your ultimate interview? as be for either of you Ooh. music really wise? good question music wise doesn't have to be music oh that makes it harder okay <laughs> <laughs> widens the scope um that's a really 
good question. Um, I mean, it can go so many different directions. I mean, if it's going to be music wise, like an ideal interview is like, I would love to, to interview Britney Spears and ask her about Justin and ask her about, you know, what it feels like to break free from the Spears mm -hmm. family and to give us the real scoop and the real tea. And, you know, we're all here to support Britney. And I feel like she needs a good Barbara Walter sit down interview and not to compare myself to Barbara Walters, but I would gladly be up for the job. Mm -hmm. um, here's what's hard is I have been lucky enough working on television shows with stars who do a lot of cameos and do, like I've met some of the people I would say right now. So it's like, now I feel like I secretly ask them, I secretly interview them when I meet them. I was like, oh, are you single? Are you alone? Like I try to find out everything, like I'm walking us weekly. And <laughs> I I got to meet Paula Abdul, which I think that's who I would have said had I not met her before. And I worked with her on her Vegas show. So I know almost all of it now. Mm. And she'd be a great interview for someone who does not heard it before because she's got incredible stories. But I think I... I'm going to say this. Can I say dead or alive? Yes. Can I pick Patrick Swayze? Oh. I would interview Patrick Swayze with a Jennifer Grey sprinkle because I really want to know what happened on Dirty Dancing. I know the rumors, but I want to know everything. The straight up tea. Yes. I need to know it. I need to know, did you really hate each other? Why? Did you, did you fall in love and tell nobody? Like I have questions, mm -hmm. but now he's gone. So I would pick them. You guys have been amazing. Thank you for not only the time today, but I want to wrap things up by asking about BlockCon in general. What were some of your favorite events for each of you? And how much else did you get to take in? We'll start with Renee. Um, well, first of all, the concert was incredible. Like I, I loved watching the, um, the, I don't remember what it was called, but the nostalgic panel, um, where Donnie admitted that he took, well, when Donnie talked about taking Danny's ex-girlfriend to the prom, that one, because yeah. I actually, when the director came out, I started crying like a few times watching that panel. Like there was some incredible, like incredible things. And I started crying a little bit. So I loved that. I loved the selfie boxes, like the, the, the action figure boxes a lot. Yes. Like I didn't take nearly enough photos. I don't think. Um, but what stood out for me was the nostalgia part of it. Cause I think, I don't know. I think it was cool to just hear, I love hearing how things are made and like what, what happened and what didn't happen when it almost didn't happen. So, and honestly, you, the fan, everyone there, you guys were insanely kind and incredible. Like even walking out with a microphone to announce something's going to start, you guys were like, we'll scream. You told us to scream. We're going to scream. Like you guys were the kindest people everywhere. And then you applaud. There was a bunch in the back when we left and you applauded everyone who came out. And I was like, oh my God, this is about mm -hmm. as important as it's going to get, I think. Um, but yeah, I loved, I loved quite a few things, but those are the ones that stand out. Wonderful. I loved, I mean, I got to, I did all of it, right? I did the concert, the panels, the, um, the pro, I went to prom. That was the first prom I've ever gone to because I skipped my own prom because I was too cool for school. Um, and then I went to the, the, the fields and we all baked in the sun. Um, and I feel like it was all so fun and all so special 
but I think to me, my favorite part was just seeing the camaraderie of all the fans, like the like diehards, you know, that remember, that know all the answers to all the questions, even that the guys didn't know, but also got to, you know, learn more and see their interaction. Because I feel like most people didn't get to, you know, you see them on social media or you see them performing in concert, but you get their interactions in little bits, right? Whereas in this case, you got to see them riff and you got to see them kind of... um you know, like locker room talk on stage for all the fans to watch. So I just loved, you know, getting to see everybody that got to come out and how close everybody was and people coming in from different countries or different states and making new friends and how new kids kind of unites people from different generations and from different parts around the world. And I think that that's really special that they've been able to accomplish that and to see that all in the Rosemont Theater was was awesome. I'm glad you got to experience that. And I don't think there's a lot of fandoms out there that are quite the same. And no. the relationship that the guys have with us, I've never yeah. seen anything like it. So yeah, just, to be a, either. just to be a part of that is something special. And just being and able to really love you. Do you guys do know that, right? The, that yeah. whole band loves all of you. Like there, I wish you could hear how they talk about it. It's, it's incredible. I've never seen anything like it either. You warmed my heart. <laughs> it's true. I'm sorry. It's so true. Yeah. I didn't mean to cut you off. I, oh, <laughs> no, not at all. You're fine. No, it's it's just been, I'm, I hope next year it happens again and I would love it. And I really hope you guys are part of it because that was incredible just yeah, being able to chat with you. Thank you so much for your time today, both of you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Back to BlockCon. There'll be so much more content coming from some of our favorite blockheads in the New Kids universe. Remember, Dope Nostalgia is licensed by SoCan because we believe that artists should be paid for their work. See you next time.